Hey, what's up, everybody? Uh, I'm over here cooking dinner with hooks, rubs, and spices. Uh, B-Rob turned me on to this stuff, and i tell you what, it's great. It's a homemade blend of the finest ingredients sourced from Texas Garden, farmers, and markets. And it's some good shit. i tell you what, try the smoking sweetness, or you can try Hoppy's favorite, the Mad Cow, which is a nice peppery slap in the face. <laughs> One taste, and you'll be hooked. Hooks, rubs, and spices. If you like hanging out at Walmart, if you like hanging out in the aisles, if you like talking random stuff, random random things to swap. Uh, random ramble links to frost. Yo, yo. Random ramble links to Walmart talking for random, 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 random robbings to rob, 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 rob. What up, everybody? This is your boy, B-Rob, and I'm back with another edition of the Random Realms of Rob podcast. First and foremost, I'd like to thank you, the listener, for coming back each and every week or however you listen to podcasts. If you're a first-time listener, I appreciate you for giving my show a try. And if you received a recommendation to give the show a listen, give that person that recommended you to me a crisp high five if you're in their vicinity. But if you're not, use your favorite social media app of choice to whether it be Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, or whatever the hell have you. Just uh, send them a DM. Be like, yo, dog, I appreciate it. Thanks for the recommendation. Because shit, everybody on goddamn Twitter anyway talking about, I'm bored. I'm on a car ride. Send me um, some new podcast recommendations and shit like that. So if I'm caught up in that hullabaloo or whatever and you got me from that pool, as much as I, I fucking I talk shit about that shit. <laughs> Look at that. Talk <laughs> shit about that shit. Damn. I appreciate it anyway. <laughs> so, um, speaking of social media apps of choice, I mean, if you're on Twitter, you can follow the show at 3R Show. And you can follow on Facebook. Do you follow on Facebook or do you like on Facebook? Either or. Whatever you do on Facebook, you can do it over there. I'm over there posting random shit. And you can follow me on Instagram using the hashtag 3R Show. Or hashtag Walmart log to where you can find me walking the hollowed halls of Walmart talking all manners of malarkey. I was going to say shit, but I said shit so many times already that, you know, I had to come up with another word and joining me on this auspicious occasion is a, a man, a manly man, nice mane of hair. Nice little goatee going on. Made me miss my beard that I used to have, but I can't have no more because I got a job. And he is the host of Hawaii's number one podcast. Joining me on the Random Rounds with Rob, I kind of scared myself with that inflection, is (laughs) Mikhail Casanova from the Casanova podcast. How are you, sir? (laughs) I am doing fan friggin' tastic. I'm doing, I, you know, and I love that intro. I, I'm over here trying not to to crack up, man. I, I love your energy, and thank you so much for having me on the show. How's everyone doing? Yeah, everyone is fine. I'm here. The baby sleep. The boy in the kitchen doing uh, chore things, and the wife is at work. So I assume you was asking how everybody's doing this. You was talking about us and not the listeners because they listening. <laughs> <laughs> for sure for sure for sure <laughs> yeah but um the way this all came about and everything 
the homie, former guest of the show, uh, Delvin Cox. He uh, took an excursion over there to the Casanova podcast and, you know, chatted up with you and everything. And I was like, I'll be goddamn Delvin Cox going to be on anybody else's podcast and I ain't going to be on it either. So um, I reached out to you via the Twitter DM and I was like, yo, doubt, let me get on there and whatnot <laughs> and then um, at the time you were going through some um, personal things and you know most recently you went through a big personal change that you just recently made public which we'll get into in a little bit but um, oh. cards didn't um, fall just right so um, here we are now you're on my show maybe one day I get on your show a little later on because I know goddamn well since Devin Cox was on there <laughs> I can come party too, you know, because I because I've seen your guest list. I mean, you you got all kind of caliber of guests on there from Isaiah Washington and you know voice actors from all spectrums, from anime to freaking video games, whatever have you, and all this and that. And I was like, man, I have no chance of being on this shit. But then I heard once again Delvin motherfucking Cox, and I was like, all right, I got a chance. <laughs> Oh man, you, you know you, you're more than welcome anytime. To come on the show, man. We can make this happen this week. We can make it happen tonight. We can ha- make it happen tomorrow. Well, you know, however, however we want to do it, we can make it happen. Definitely would love to have you on the show. But yeah, man, I, I've uh, it, it's been quite the journey in this, this podcast world because I initially started this off as. Uh, a hobby and it's kind of crazy how this is transitioned into something that I'm going to be doing all out so Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) yeah but before we even get too far into that or whatever I mean I was listening to the episode with the you know the the guy that created the what's that freaking fantasy strike or some shit like that yeah yeah I was listening to that interview that y'all had together and um I learned a little bit a little bit about you through that interview and at the same time you know I was listening to that interview and I understood what was being said but after hearing you and him talking getting a little bit of your background you actually understood what the fuck he was saying so <laughs> like I heard I heard what you were saying to both of y'all but you understood what each other was saying so what <laughs> so you know kind of elaborate on that for the listeners and whatnot um very smart guy you were homeschooled for um, a great deal of time you uh, tested out early and then you were you went on to college at how old I was 16 yeah so <laughs> That kind of tells you. So, I mean, if y'all want to pull up that uh, episode of his uh, show uh, to find out when I, what, what his name was again, I know it's uh, uh, David Serlin. Yeah, David Serlin. David Serlin. Yeah, you want to pull up that episode and listen to it or whatever. I mean, I, I found it highly amusing and everything. And you kind of, you know, listening to you in that um, setting, it kind of put me in the mind frame of myself. You know, you lead out with a question and then your guest just takes it and runs with it or whatever. Because that dude was talking. <laughs> And that's what I I rather enjoy that you know when I have a guest yeah. and everything you know you give you give you set them up you hike them the ball and they just take off and run for the touchdown and shit right <laughs> I mean and you know it's it's so rare to get guests that actually can just take the ball and run with it because there's so many that I've had on where it's like QA 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 and I'm like mm-hmm. God damn it just talk about you talk about some just just talk motherfucker God damn. <laughs> yeah. 
I I have been there. And it's just like um sometimes it's just, just those uh awkward cues and everything. So it'd be like, Yeah, man, what'd you think about this? Oh, it was cool. Right? And <laughs> it was cool because <laughs> <laughs> It was like the, the the interview I did with uh, one of the voice actors from the Fire Emblem game that just came out. Mm-hmm. I had to edit that podcast. There's so many dead spots in there because I asked him a question. He say one thing and stop. And I'm like, hmm. All right. <laughs> Obviously, you haven't done this before. <laughs> or, or a lot. <laughs> you know, and it's kind of funny because I get so many. And, and I can understand for the voice actors. Mm-hmm. They're used to getting asked the same questions yeah, all the yeah. time, but it's like, come on now! If you're going to be willing to go on somebody's show, bring some energy, goddamn it! Mm-hmm. <laughs> Unless you have a tremendous time difference, and then, then I can understand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but uh, yeah, it's you know, one of the things I, I like to try to do is I, I, I like to try to open it, ask an open-ended question to get them to do more than just say yes or no and then get them to, to talk like the in including that episode with David Serling, like if you listen to the beginning of it, he was very, very guarded. Mm-hmm. And I had to disarm him and put him at ease. And then like, that's why I hopped on the, the topic when he was bringing up, he went to MIT and all this. And I'm like, Oh, okay. So what do you think about this? I mean, that was completely not a question I had scheduled. Yeah. You know, written, but I'm just like, okay, I got to get this guy to open up somehow. Mm. So I saw the opening in the armor and I just went for the kill. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, the whole um, his elaboration on MIT and everything, just the environment and how it's structured and whatnot, I was just like, that was something I never knew. I just like, you know, MIT, all the smart motherfuckers go there, and, you know, and he right? just like opened up this whole new, you know, view of how shit is handled over there. And I was like, God damn got suicide watching <laughs> shit you know <laughs> yeah 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 it definitely it, it, it opened my eyes too because like he's the first person i've ever talked to that went to mit and just like you man when i hear mit i'm like oh okay you, you must be building rockets and shit so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah doing uh was that rocket surgery and brain science and shit <laughs> right <laughs> oh man yeah <laughs> but um like to you in that vein or whatever i mean y- your mom homeschooled you man and i i can understand that or whatever um i believe we may be in the same age range what you ate his baby yes sir well, yes sir cool so i mean <laughs> did, did, did you and your, your mom ever t- sit down and talk about like what was the purpose of you being homeschooled and whatnot or she just seen in you that like School just wasn't for you. I mean, you just was on another level. You're like intellectually wise. Well, I mean, <clears throat> I got it. Okay, before I answer that, I got to ask you a question. You want the the politically correct answer? Or you want the raw and dirty? Man, how many times have I said shit since <laughs> the show has been started? <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> oh, all right, I give you the raw and dirty. So basically, um, with my mom, the reason uh, she homeschooled me was because when we were living, um, we ended up moving from where because I'm originally from uh, Western Samoa. So, we moved to Memphis, Tennessee when I was about 11. And that's where my dad's from. 
And then we ended up staying there for a couple of years. And then the neighborhood went from bad to, to hell. So it, it was, it went from an okay neighborhood to a bad one. And uh, it was just to a point where, like, you know, you couldn't go up and down the street by yourself. Like, my mom used to just, the most I could do was just go to the library. And um, because I was so different than the kids in my neighborhood, uh, from a, you know, cultural aspect as well. Yeah. How, uh, how big were you at that age? Because, I mean, you talk about Samoa and all that stuff. I mean, you like one of the rock cousins and shit. <laughs> Uh, true story. Uh, my family is actually re- related. I'm related to the Maivia family. Well, no, so. no shit. All y'all motherfuckers related. <laughs> <laughs> we really are. Um, but uh, I, I, can, I, like, I can I can even go on a tangent about that or whatever because I'm a professional wrestling fan and everybody's like, oh yeah, him and Roman Reigns cousin, but it's like that family tree don't even connect. His great whoever they like play cousins and shit. They just say they brothers and it's all kind of weird shit. But anyway, yeah. you probably know better than I do. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, his family, like his direct family. I'm like not the the play family, but the the real family. I am related to that one. But um, yeah, so at seven, I was like, I was taller than the average seven seven year old, Mm -hmm. bigger too. And then by the time I was like fourteen, fifteen, I was like five foot eight. (laughs) Shit. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, like a, a lot of people thought it was like, damn, how old is he? And I didn't look like I was 14 or 15 either. So, uh, but yeah, like it, it was just a really bad neighborhood. I couldn't really do much aside from go to the library. My mom would have to walk me, walk with me to the library. And, then, you know, it was all kinds of gangs and shootings and shit. So it just got to a point when she decided to homeschool me. I was originally in third grade. I was going to school and the neighborhood just got the school in the neighborhood just went down and she's like, okay, I can't, you know, I can't afford to have you going to school anymore because, you know, there's so many shootings and, you know, kids getting killed and whatnot. And so she just decided to put me in homeschool. And then from there, uh, by the time I hit 15, my mom was like, okay, you're going to go to college. I'm like, why? She's like, I don't want you in Memphis anymore. And you like, this isn't a challenge for you anymore. The schoolwork. Yeah. And just kind of in, in Samoan culture it, or Polynesian culture in general. Well, actually, I don't know. I don't know if it's true for Hawaiian culture as well. I mean, I'm Hawaiian too, but I, I don't, I don't know if the education is as much of a push as it is in Samoan, but uh, basically education is just you need to go to school and get something and get out and make something by yourself and then come back. Yeah. So her whole thing was, okay, you're going to do this now. We're not waiting till you're 17 or 18. You're going now. So she had me go and test out. And apparently I guess I tested out top that they've ever had. And I'm like, all right, well, this wasn't really a challenge. And the only reason I, I was even good at school is because, you know, small culture, you're, forced to do schoolwork all the time they're always throwing homework at you and the parents have sometimes unrealistically high expectations mm-hmm. and so you know I, I tested out and then she's like all right 
you're going back to the islands. I'm like, okay. Am I going back to Western Samoa? Am I going to go to American Samoa Community College? She's like, no, you're going to go to Hawaii. I'm like, okay. Um, I haven't been to Hawaii. <laughs> Who's there? She's like, you're going to go and you're going to be with your aunt. I'm like, okay. Who's this aunt? I've never met her. She's like, she's family. Don't worry about it. So I, um, I applied to Chaminade. Uh, University for the Catholic College, which I fucking hate that school now okay. in hindsight. Okay. So since you say you hate it in hindsight or whatever, you don't mind me um, saying that sound like some shit out of Austin Powers or whatever, right? Go for it. Go for it. <laughs> Go for it. I hate that school. Because I, I believe you brought it up in that interview that I was mentioning or whatever, and I was like, is this motherfucker chanting or something? Did he just have a <laughs> conniption? What the fuck is going on? <laughs> Oh, God. I, for real, for real. I, what I thought was like you didn't want to say the actual school name, so you was like a shamana or whatever the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that that's the name of the school, Shamana University. It's a Catholic college. It's uh, a bullshit college too, because for so long I was there, and, they, and apparently the motherfuckers weren't even accredited. So I was Damn. wasting time. Wasting waste of time, waste of money. And then trying to transfer out to another school, uh, yeah, your credits didn't count for nothing. It's like, when I did, because I graduated from there, and when I graduated in, 20, in 2009, 2008, I was like, okay, well, I want to go to Hawaii Pacific University, or UH. Then I tried to transfer my credits, and it's like, oh, you graduated? Cool, you're going to start here as a freshman. That's how much your credits are worth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, for real? Bet. All right, cool. Um, all right. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's that's, that's that, that school is pretty pretty much booty. Pretty much booty. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> so um. You know, navigating through all the the bullshit and kind of you know getting through school or whatnot. I mean, what field did you wind up going into? Uh, I started off uh, doing biology, and then I realized I wasn't smart enough for that. And then my mom's like, "No, if you're not doing biology and become a doctor, then you're going to do chemistry." I'm like, "Okay, that's like taking me from algebra to trig. That's that's just a bad decision." all the way around i was like okay so i went to chemistry didn't even do a semester that i did like two weeks i'm like yeah i'm switching again so i ended up switching over to uh, uh communications marketing and i don't know why I, I just it it was easy i guess you could say that like it was an easy set of classes but then i, I really started to take on and enjoy them and they were a lot of fun. You know, I learned about marketing, learned about uh, tactics that journalists and media use to uh, promote stuff. I understood what Eric Bischoff was saying more recently when he was talking about controversy creates cash. Well, yeah, I learned that in marketing. <laughs> yeah. Now, um, with all that, being said and everything you know all all those stats that you just put up under your belt and whatnot when did the podcasting come into play did it come in after that or during that you know just 
it didn't come in until about two years ago. <laughs> well, damn. <laughs> right? Yeah, it, it came in two years ago. Uh, I, You want me to go into it? I can go into it. Well, yeah, yeah. Come on. Spin us up, homie. All right, all right cool, cool. I, I catch, catch all up to speed. So basically, um, I started a podcast with uh, my then, at the time, best friend, uh, Cameron. I'm just going to say that. Mm-hmm. So we he was he wanted to do a podcast because he used to listen to like windows central and the joe rogan podcast and all that and he's like man we should do a podcast together thoughts, and i was like your, your thoughts on joe rogan um i think uh i, I kind of think he's he he flip-flops i think he's a bit of a fence sitter depending on who's on his show he flops back and forth mm-hmm. personally uh, that that's I mean I, I like the fact that he has any and everybody on, but I've noticed that he doesn't really take a stance on things. Like he'll say one thing when he's with one person, and then switch up and say something when he's with someone else. Mm-hmm. I, I don't like the inconsistency because my thing is if you don't say something, stay with it. Yeah. So I mean, what, yeah. What do you think? <laughs> I don't listen to that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I, I pulled him up. I pulled him up once. I seen the podcast was like three fucking hours. I was like, "Fuck you, Joe Rogan." <laughs> uh, I watch reruns of Fear Factor. I catch you on UFC somewhere, and maybe catch a YouTube clip here and there. But I ain't about to listen to this long ass podcast, <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, I, I I get him in doses or whatever, and I and I kind of understand how important he is to the world of podcasting, as is Kevin Smith, and uh, you know a select few that's like in the thousands of episodes almost and shit and it was kind of like there at the beginning of the podcast forefront i mean just about anybody that you talk to about podcasting what was one of the first podcasts you ever listened to they either saying joe rogan or kevin smith or somebody like that so i mean, i i recognize his importance his inclusion in the realm of podcasting yeah but i don't listen to the motherfucker so Kiss my ass. I, I, you know, I, I can catch, I can deal with his clips. Like I'll catch a, a yeah. nine or fifteen minute clip on YouTube. But yeah, like to to sit through, I don't find him that interesting mm-hmm. as a host. So it's like, oh, okay, all right. Well, you're not really engaged. Like I, I, I'll compare it to this. Like if I had to listen between him and Delvin, Delvin Cox, mm-hmm. I'm going with Delvin because Delvin is entertaining. And education at the same yeah. time. Mm-hmm. So, it, if you, you know, and that's the style of podcaster that I prefer. So, if you can't maintain my attention mm-hmm. with some energy, then I, I can't really, because Joe is kind of the same across the board yeah. throughout his entire show. And that's just kind of boring. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's safe to say that you only go listen to this episode of my show then, right? <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I'm listening to all of them. <laughs> I, I fucks with you. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, you and your homeboy got together, make make things happen, and you know, where where do we go in the beginnings? What what's what's the start? What's the subject matter? What's going on? All right, so basically, uh, the show was called Tech Etc. Podcast, and it ran for about seven. Or eight episodes. See, there you and, go, there you go again, man. You, you was like tech, etc., whatever. I thought you didn't want to say the title. You just putting words in there, like shamanana and shit. No. 
<laughs> no, no, no. This was because uh, Tech, etc. And I thought the title was boring and generic, but he wanted to go with it. So I was like, all right, whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, basically, it ran for about seven to eight episodes uh, in 2017. Like and it came down. Huh? Sound like me and my wife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah we, we we started we tried to do a podcast together i think we only made it like six seven episodes and we just like all right it just stopped <laughs> no i almost did that myself but yeah, yeah i don't know uh, yeah, <laughs> I, like, it, it, I told her i was like because i do this podcast this is like the main jam or whatever i do a every now and then wrestling podcast and she wanted to throw this in the mix or whatever i mean it was ulterior motives on her part it was just like you know you I, you like doing podcasting and you know i like being with you and this is you know time for us to get together we can do some things and you know have a bonding moment so i was like right. okay i'm down with that but <laughs> if we're gonna do this this is your show i mean i need to get all the stuff from you i mean i'll handle the editing and the social media and all the other bullshit but this is your <laughs> baby you know, I do all this other shit, but this is your baby. So I wind up doing all the things as like when we get a pet in this motherfucker is not my pet, but I wind up coming, becoming my pet and shit. <laughs> so then I was like, hey, we got to record on Monday. Okay. Hey, it's Tuesday. We were supposed to record Monday. <laughs> hey, it's Wednesday. We were supposed to record Monday. And then it's like, fuck it. <laughs> yeah, that 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 would sound like a situation I would end up in. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. I, I can see how the, yeah, I can see how that, that goes. <laughs> yeah. But, but, uh, yeah, so, so we did that. Um, the topics would vary from different things, tech, occasionally go to music. It, I, I never had any input for the topics. It was all about whatever he wanted to do mm-hmm. or talk about. And it just got to a point where he would just over talk me the entire conversation. Yeah. So I was like, why the fuck what am is- I even here? You know? <laughs> yeah. 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 And it's like, not long after that last episode we did together, like we kind of fell out and haven't been friends for the last two years. I don't talk to that motherfucker. But it is what <laughs> <laughs> uh, so then I was like huh I got all this podcast equipment I got my Yeti got my computer got all my software I said fuck it I'm just gonna do a podcast myself mm-hmm. so I just started and I started in uh, September actually today actually today two years ago word happy anniversary uh, thank you thank you <laughs> So I started with my own podcast, and initially, I titled it uh, "Cast Speaks" as in Casino Speaks, and then I was just talking about different things from <clears throat> day-to-day experiences out here in Hawaii to games, movies, music, and then I kind of started transitioning over to, "Hey, like I don't want to just be a, a, a cheap copy of what Tech Etc. was like." I want to do something different. So I started thinking, okay, well, how about I just reach out to YouTubers? And so I started doing that. To be honest, a lot of YouTubers got fucking astronomical egos. Mm -hmm. Worse Hollywood. (laughs) So I had to, uh, I'd reach out to some of them and then they'd be like, oh, you don't have enough subscribers. I'm not going to talk to you. 
if it's not, you know, if you get a couple more subscribers on your channel, I might watch, or I might come on your channel or your podcast. And you know, yeah. I, I started running into that with a lot of these uh, YouTubers and gaming and whatnot. So then I got to a point where I'm like, all right, well, I don't want to deal with this anymore. I don't want to deal with them. So then I pivoted over to uh, I had political commentators on it and I talked to them and then after a while I'm like yeah I don't really jive with this either I don't want that controversy yeah so then I pivoted again and this pivot was uh, after I had a, a situation with another YouTuber and I throw his name out there Player Essence I don't care if I get backlash for it but I was cool with this dude <laughs> I was cool with him, and then after a while, like I got into a, a bit of a debate over a fucking video game where I said I don't view the video game. And hey, and I just got home too, so my connection should be better. But <laughs> I um, got into it with him over a video game called you know, Smash Brothers. Yeah, and one of his fans asked me if I thought the game was a fighting game or not. And I'm like, no, I don't think it originally started off being that, but I think it grew to become that. And so because I said that, he got upset and then started coming at me on Twitter and I go on his channel and debate him and all this other bullshit. And then... He, uh, his fans started coming at me and then they started threatening me and then started messaging and DMing and threatening my wife. Uh, and then they started messaging my family. And so then when I called him out, you know, he went on this whole smear campaign because I called him out. I said, dude, if you're going to start all this and bring my family into it, we're going to dust up. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know. I straight called him out. I said, dude, I said, I'll, I'll buy a ticket to California just to whoop your ass. I said, you, I said, you, you took this shit too far over a game, a video game. Are you still like, all right. So then he went on the Samir campaign, got all these bigger gaming YouTubers that pretty much they're kind of like the Illuminati of gaming <laughs> on YouTube. So if you piss off one, they try to 86 you from working with anyone. YouTube in the gaming sphere. So him and them, them, them bitches, them punk ass bitches did that. Yeah, you punk ass bitches. <laughs> <laughs> so they, 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 I mean, I just, I gotta call it like, call it like it is. So they, they, they pulled that and then it got to a point no gaming YouTuber would associate with fuck the fuck with me. Fuck them. <laughs> so got blackballed. I, I, I keep it 100, man. I, yeah. I can't bullshit with people. So I, I ended up pivoting. Like I had to pivot because they, they fixed me from working with any other gaming YouTuber. Big, small, or whatever. Nobody wanted to touch me. So I was like, okay, what am I going to do now? Then I ended up reaching out to... Uh, uh, the voice of Raiden from Mortal Kombat. Mm -hmm. uh, Richard Fkar. I reached out to him. Like, hey, fan of your work. I'd love to interview you if you'd be interested. And, I, you know, I sent him an email. Next thing I know, he calls me and I'm like, hello? He's like, hi, Mikkel. I was like, 
is this the voice of God? He's like, close enough. It's Richard Epcar. So, yeah. So, it, 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 you know, that I interviewed him. And just because I interviewed him, that gave me, I guess, a lot of clout. Because mm-hmm. uh, he's done a lot of things. I mean, Braden, he done the Joker. He's done a, he's probably the most prolific voice actor this side of you know a lot of people so after him it just started lining up one after another i got we got another voice actor and another one and i got uh damn near the entire street fighter five voice actor cast yeah i've seen that <laughs> you know, i got the the guy from devil may cry ruben langdon so i ended up working with cap because of that i actually worked with capcom when they came out here to hawaii so I was working with them on what just got announced a couple a couple of days ago with that Resident Evil. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you know, and it just it it just became one thing after another. I I just you know I did all the voice actors, and I got to a point I was like, hey, what else can I? Do? So then I got I started getting the gaming industry people, and then I started you know reaching out to other podcasters and. and, and other YouTubers that weren't in gaming. And then it got to a point where I was like, Hey, you know, let me talk to some of these professional video game players. And I got them and, you know, other influencers and, and the tech YouTubers. And now the motherfuckers at 86 me. Now they want to come on my show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, huh, that's hilarious. Y'all should be stand up comedians. They're like, no, we're serious. Uh, uh, uh-uh. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it, it's, it's just been, an interesting two years and you know in doing podcasting for all this for, for all this time you know learning how podcasting works learning the craft learning how to do an intro mid-roll and outro and you know learning my my volumes and learning how there's a difference between the usb and the xlr mics and mm-hmm. it's man it's, it's such a difference yes. night and day Yes, sir. <laughs> now, um, things coming to you easy or whatever. It's just kind of like that for you in school. And now, when it came to, you know, doing the podcast thing, did like some of the things that you just talked about, did it start to come to you easy as well? Or, you know, it was kind of a, you had to reach upon the University of YouTube to learn things like how I did or, you know, other podcasters and everything for hints and tips and shit. No, I did the same way as you. University of YouTube. That's, I mean, shit, you can learn anything on YouTube these days. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I changed the, the freaking the locks and the window motors in my damn truck and all kinds <laughs> of shit. <laughs> right? No, I mean, it, it, it didn't come easy to me because, like, I, I didn't know anything about podcasting. You know, I didn't know anything about hosting sites or, you know, editing. Like, literally, in doing, I started doing youtube the same time i started doing podcasting so i had to learn video editing and audio editing and photoshop all at the same time and i just taught myself just constantly re-watching youtube videos going on you know tutorial sites and i just literally just taught myself like it, it didn't come easy at all because I, it's a lot of it, a lot of it was just foreign to me i'm like i don't understand this shit but i need to learn it make it make it work yeah that damn um 
I don't know, man, just the freaking the editing for video. It just <laughs> oh man this is like I have a YouTube I have two of them one is just like I had since you know I got damn logged into YouTube or whatever so I could just save my videos and playlists and all that shit and then you know when I started the show I just started uploading random random shit to the motherfucker and, you know <laughs> with you know, no theme no, no rhyme or reason just to put shit there and then most recently I started going to different um, conventions and everything and whatever you know video I would capture from that that's what I would put on the newer YouTube that I got that only has I think two videos on it and it's just pretty much me just playing around with the camera and everything and I'm not taking it too seriously YouTube is not really my thing it's just like I would rather be behind the camera and working the effects and all kind of stuff like that than sitting there doing oh zany reaction videos and you know product reviews and shit like that because in real life I mean I'm not that excitable of a motherfucker you know because <laughs> like I look at these reaction videos and these dudes is like way over the top to the point to where if I seen this motherfucker on the street, he would get a reaction to me kicking my, my foot in his ass. Cause it's just like, <laughs> you, you, dude, that is, I have never seen nobody in my 37 years of life react to shit like that. Other than like, all right, maybe one of those cringy videos where a motherfucker fall off a house and break his leg or some shit. You see a motherfucker go, Ooh, fuck, you know, <laughs> but damn, Somebody smiling or somebody laughing, they're like, Oh, that's so amazing. Oh, it's like, Shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, it's like, I don't, I don't understand this, this, this era we in right now as to where, like, I mean, I'm not against it because I mean, you, you make money how you make money or, you know, you do what you do to sustain you and your family or whatever it is. But I don't right. understand how motherfuckers can sit there and watch other people play video games. I don't get it. Now, I'll do it to the fact to where, like, I'm playing a game. Like, right now, I'm playing Breath of the Wild on fucking Switch. And <laughs> there is no tutorials in this motherfucker. I mean, they give you little no. hints and shit right here or whatever. But I'm going into some of these shrines, and I'm like, I would have never known how to solve any of this shit unless I went on YouTube and watched a, a quick tutorial or something like that. But, you know, I use it in that aspect. But these people... My kids included. They would sit there and watch somebody play like Cuphead from beginning to end. And I'm just like, I would rather them beg me for the game so they can play it rather than to sit there and watch somebody else play it. But then that but then again, I kind of backtrack a little bit. As long as they're watching that motherfucker and enjoying it, I don't have to pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, the way I look at it is because I, and I'm going to say this and people might be surprised for me to say it. I can't watch anyone else stream. Mm -hmm. And the only reason I do it is because I'm like, all right, this is, if I'm going to play this game, I might as well play it and get some type of profit off. Of it. Yeah. You know, cause, like I'm, I'm currently streaming Gears 5 and I got people coming through watching that and I'm like, oh okay, cool, cool. Yeah. Make sure you make sure you subscribe. Make sure you <laughs> Yeah. You know, the typical YouTube shit. But you know, it, it fascinates me too. You and I, we're from the same era. Like we we grew up, we'd rather play the damn game. Yeah. Than 
watch somebody else play. Like, motherfucker, I don't want to uh, see. And this is why I was so mad when I went to E3 this year. I stood in that three and a half hour line to see the Avengers game just to watch the damn developers play the fucking thing. <laughs> I told them, dude, you know how mad I was after that 10 minute presentation? I told them, I said, y'all motherfuckers ain't get my pre order money at all. Fuck y'all. <laughs> <laughs> They escorted my ass out of the booth. I was so heated. But, you know, I I get it. It's voyeurism, in a way. But, you know, in in this younger generation, they seem to have more of a fascination with watching someone else do something than actually doing it themselves. It's almost like like the Truman Show. Right? Yeah. Right? It, 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 the shit's weird to me. Like, I, I don't get it. But, I mean, if somebody want to watch me play the game, fine. Pay me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, I, I've tried it. You know, it's just like, and it, it wasn't to a thing to where, like, me and my homeboys, we played Grand Theft Auto Five, And then I, mm-hmm. would, I would just turn the recorder on. And that, that'd be it. I mean, I, I wouldn't advertise any other, nothing like that, and it'll just automatically say be YouTube or whatever. I mean, and that was it, you know. Mm-hmm. And it was just like it was almost like a podcast, but it was our avatars running around doing Grand Theft Auto shit, you know. Because mm-hmm. if you go back and look at it, some of those uh, videos, because I have no idea how to play that shit, but my homeboy Martin, this dude is like the Don of fucking GTA and shit. He got goddamn flying tanks and cars and all kind of crazy <laughs> shit. He got the Tron motorcycle, the DeLorean. He got all kind of crazy shit. He got mansions and dope houses and bitches walking around, but booty naked. He got all kind of stuff in there, and I'm just sitting there like level one. <laughs> Just like, still got my wife beater on and my sweatpants running around this bitch, and I'm just following him around while he in a uh, armored car and shit, not getting killed by nobody. <laughs> so, so I, oh man! So that's what the dynamic between me and him when we would play those games. We would just, I would ride around in this indestructible car that he got, and we would mm-hmm. get the the one that levels up to as high as we can go, and we just run out in the street and just start throwing grenades and. <laughs> trying to get back in the car before we get killed and all kind of crazy shit and that's fun to me because I'm actually yeah. playing with somebody I know and we just bullshitting you know there's no rhyme or reason behind it I guess you know that in itself is fun but me to watch somebody else do that I couldn't do it yeah yeah. I agree with you on that I, I still can't like I said I can't do the shit either so I mean, you, you talk about video games and all kind of stuff. What 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 you playing on right now? Xbox, PlayStation, all of the above. All of the above. Shit, I'm I'm playing. Uh, let's see what are what am I working on? I'm working on because I have a review code for Death Stranding, so I'm working on that. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> that that game. I seen the very first trailer for that when they, they premiered or whatever and the whole down the throat baby in the stomach neck thing or whatever I was like this some weird shit <laughs> and then we, started, <laughs> then we started seeing more of it or whatever because like the cinematics had me hooked I was like oh this is different and I like that that's cool you know Norma Reed mm-hmm. this motherfucker or whatever you know out of the walking dead which is kind of cool and then I started seeing the gameplay this motherfucker is doing a lot of walking. 
<laughs> Goddamn walking simulator. Goddamn, this is this is Lord of the Rings, like not the fun one either. Just like the walking simulator. <laughs> uh, I mean, I I can't speak too much on. Yeah, I understand what's in it, but I will say, like the final game and what they've been doing is it's just like that. I think a lot of people are going to enjoy it. Uh, there's definitely aspects of Metal Gear Solid Five in it. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, it, it's definitely going to be something people are going to enjoy. Uh, I'm, so I'm working on that. Uh, Borderlands Three, which is stupid fun, but I can't play with nobody because goddamn servers aren't up, so I can't try the online probably until like a day before the review can go up and then I'll be like, Oh yeah, I just threw this in here too. Yeah. The online's great. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I'm working on, on that. Um, and then, uh, Nintendo, uh, they sent me the new Zelda. Um, so the links awakening, remake so i'm playing that too i mean that's fun it's, it's a cute little diversion until they make breath of the wild 2 which is the whole reason they threw it out there They're like oh we need another zelda game of course you do but yeah i mean that's, that's just about it. it's I, I wish i could play more of the games i want to play mm-hmm. but it's like whenever they send me a code they're like oh you got a month to get this out oh you got a, a week or sometimes oh you need to get this out tomorrow <laughs> like God damn, how long is this game? 40 hours. Y'all motherfuckers crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but like, how do you even get, get into the realm of doing stuff like that? Like people reaching out to you to give you codes and stuff like that. Because I mean, that was one of the things that kind of interested me from, you know, people who do like game reviews and stuff like that. How do you even get in that arena? Uh, you know, it's actually very, very easy. Um, Dude. and I kind of, I stumbled upon it and I can go into it if, if well, you yes, want. I, 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 would like, I would like to trip over things. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, there's a couple sites that I found out cause I, all I do is I was like, man, how are these YouTubers getting these review codes? How are these people doing that? So I go, I literally, I Googled how to get review codes. And a bunch of sites popped up. I'm like, wait, what is this? Keymailer.co, terminals.io, gamespress.com. I went on them and I'm like, okay, let me register. And I registered on those three sites. And I went through and said, oh, okay, this game is coming out. Oh, okay. Oh, is the request function? Okay. Okay. Request. Two hours later, your request has been approved. Here's your code. The fuck? <laughs> right. Okay, I'm gonna get on Google tomorrow, <laughs> dude. I'll, I'll send you a list. I, I got. I'll send you the itinerary. Word. <laughs> I, got, I, got, <laughs> I got the list. I, I'll shoot it over to you. There's a lot of stuff. So it's like when you're doing that, um, and after a while, like, cause he's. And the one thing, too, I've noticed is all these people in the gaming industry work side by side. They all know each other. So, like, if you're doing really good reviews, regardless of whether you like the game or not, 
but if the quality is good and you're just being honest about what you feel, mm-hmm. they respect that. Yeah, because I know? mean, you, you can't, you just everybody can't be yes men, you know, because yeah. they gave you this free thing to try, you know, because I mean, they they can't develop as a developer, <laughs> right? So yeah, so, I mean, because I say it at the end of every show, it's just like leave a five star review. I mean, if it's anything under five, you know, leave some feedback. You know, give me the opportunity to ignore you. <laughs> you know, right. <laughs> so it's like you know, after doing that for a couple of months, then I started having companies reach out to me um, because when you go on these sites, you build on your profile, you put your social links like a contact number and yeah your, your email and all that so they they watch you you know and when you you, you do it long enough you put out the videos like or you stream or you put them on like a blog site or your website they watch all that stuff mm-hmm. they watch all of it and i've noticed that these youtubers and i'm gonna talk shit about these motherfuckers because a lot of them are stupid as fuck they'll get a game and either they A, don't play it, B, don't play it and rip review like parts from other YouTubers or from websites and throw up a review. A lot of motherfuckers do that. Or C, they just bash the game with no sense of professionalism. That's a way you can, you can bash a game to be respectful. And I tell people all the time, yeah. you don't want to piss off these people because you piss off one, you're, you're done. Yeah, you're, you're quickly done. You're gonna get blackballed like uh, you did. Yeah, you know, and it's like you're talking about the entire industry. It doesn't matter. You can go to someone else. Like, oh yeah, I'd like to work with you. Yeah, you know, I heard from such and such that uh, you did this with this. So, yeah, we're not gonna work with you. And see, I, I see a lot of these YouTubers. Um, but what, so I was but saying, what some, when, yeah, hmm? but like, what are some good? You know, if you can give anybody some advice on like doing reviews and anything, what are, what are some good tips that you would uh, toss out there and everything? Since you're in a given mood and everything, I'm 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 always in the given mood. I mean, if any of y'all out there want to get into game reviewing uh, or work with these companies, the best advice I would give is to just start. Like, get a free blog site, or you know, go to Wix.com and. and build a website, build some simple something and just start. Like if there's games that you currently have, just write down your thoughts on them. You don't have to have a, a, a formula or a format because the companies, they just want to see that you're actually putting in some work. You got to do the work. And if you can just say, Hey, you know, I, I have this game or I got 2K20 and it's trash because they need to fix it, blah, 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 or I really like it because of this, then that's good enough. You can build your voice and your style over time. But so long as you're building a portfolio of work, that goes a long way because when you start requesting games, some companies, like if you go through Keymailer or Terminals or GamesPress, uh, sometimes they don't really care if you've got a body of work, but if you don't for certain, like bigger titles like Call of Duty, you need a body of work that proves that 
you're not just asking for a free code and not going to give them something in return. And the other thing too, is like, you know, don't be afraid to reach out to companies. Don't think that you got to have an astronomical amount of subscribers for any of these companies to work with you because you don't, you know, I started off YouTube back when I started doing a podcast, I had zero subs. I'm now at 11,000, but I was working with companies when I had zero to 10 subs. All they cared about is, can you put out a passionate, honest review? That's it. That's really it. And make sure you go and, you know, subscribe to the, well, not subscribe, but go and, you know, sign up for those sites, those three sites, keymailer.co, terminals.io. There's also gamespress.com. And you need to sign up with them. And um, the other thing, too, is there's another site um, called Woovits, W-O-O-V-I-T.com. And you can go there and build your profile out. And if there are games, if you have the the reach that they're looking for, all you got to do is there's um, a majority of the games there. It'll have a section say you can either request the game or you can just get the game right now where you press get now. There's the code and you can download the game. And the only thing you got to do is submit footage. Word. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and, and it's amazing to me that this knowledge is not that public. And it's like there, there's there's so much uh, ability for people to just do this. Like anyone can get into this. There's more than enough. Like I know some people may think, oh, you know, there's only so many that can do it. No, anyone can hop in and do this. There's no limit to it. I mean, even if, you know, an author is out here too. If you're a podcaster, you can go to E3 for free. Word? Completely. Yeah. The minimum requirement they have for podcasters is 50 iTunes ratings and or com, you know, reviews. One Shit. of the two. I got 58. I'm good. <laughs> yeah. You can go. I mean, dude, for real. It, you know, we can talk about it offline or, or here, however you want. But you can go free. I, I told Delvin that, too. I said, dude, you can go for free. He's like, work? Like, yeah. yeah. They don't advertise it. <laughs> yeah because everybody be trying to go yeah and i understand that a little bit because um most recently i've been um going to different conventions and whatnot um first of which was uh here in houston comic palooza and um mm-hmm. that it was the same thing i applied you know shot them a little bit of info and they was like here's some passes come on in and i was like word i got to do a couple of panels i did a live show on the floor in there which was like it was kind of like a dog chasing cars and shit. Like I'm in there trying to do the interview with my guests and shit. And it was like Deadpool and Harley Quinn and all these other <laughs> motherfuckers walking in front of me. And I, it was like, I'm talking to him and I'm interacting with them at the same time. And it's just, <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> and then a lot of it sometimes too, is just like, these things will be three days, three days long. And it's like, I've, done everything I could do the first day so like day two is like alright I'll bring the kids day three right? is like I'm catching up with my friends and you know kind of wrapping things up and whatnot. 
right? I mean, and, and it's good, it's a good opportunity to network. That's the and see that's the other thing that like when I went to E3, this is my first E3 I've ever been to, uh, and I got flown there for free. And I, you know, a lot of the other YouTubers and content creators that were there with me, they're all trying to play video games. My whole I, mentality when I was there, I'm like, fuck this. I'm going to grow my brand. I'm going to, you know, I had business cards. I, I was interviewing different developers and, and CEOs and whatnot. I'm like, no, nah, you know what? Y'all going to know who I am. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, and I, I just went there. I just started networking with different companies. And, I mean, the shit paid off. Like, the Gears, you know, the Gears 5, Xbox One X. Microsoft sent that bitch to me. Word. I got that oh, what, uh, beginning of or the end of last week. Yeah. Send it to me. Say enjoy. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So, next, like, so next time you do that, tell them send two, then you can send me the other one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm going I'm to give you the plug with a lot of these folks. Because it's, it's, it's the thing. It's like, it's, it's like IT. Like it, it's hard to get in, but we'll, well, not really. Yeah, actually, take that back. It's not hard to get in. It's really not in what you know; it's who you know. Yeah, and you get in good with that one person, dude. You're set. <laughs> yeah, and that was uh, another thing that I kind of wanted to um, pull this down to an end with is whatever. Um, you had a decent job. You know, yeah. I, 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 say, I say decent, but you had a good job and you quit to do this. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, <laughs> you, you're not the first person that I've ever heard of doing such a thing or whatever. I had a former guest, uh, Jeffrey Taylor, and he did the mm-hmm. same thing. He put, he did a video with him talking to his parents, telling them that he quit his job to pursue, you know, content creation and whatnot. So, mm-hmm. I mean... When I heard you were doing the same thing, I was just like, oh, I need to talk to you because like <clears throat> it doesn't suit me to do it right now. I'm not in the situation to where I, I believe I can do that because I, I got a lot of shit going on. But, you know, everybody's situation is different. And, you know, to hear more people, you know, it's kind of like the cable, man, just cutting that cord and <laughs> doing <laughs> doing your own thing and whatnot. And, um, you know, for those of you that are kind of in the similar spot that you are and you want to pursue it wholeheartedly or whatever, I mean, this is the opportunity to where, like, I want to pick your brain on, you know, what was the motivation behind it? You know, when did you decide, like, all right, this is it. I'm doing this shit and fuck your couch, IT department or whatever the hell. So, I mean, what what, what was that like for you? Um... Okay, you want the politically correct or you want the raw and dirty? Oh, what what, what, we, what we been doing the whole time, man? I tell <laughs> I tell Devin Cox all the time, man. There's like I got the plan B on deck because I'm going raw. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, all right. So uh, yeah, man, I'm definitely gonna have to have you in my podcast. We schedule like we need to make this happen. Yeah. <laughs> um. So. I, you know, I, I've been working at uh, the hospital that I've been working for for years now, uh, going on 
six, seven years, almost eight years. And I never considered being a full-time content creator or podcaster. It was always just something I did on the side to de-stress myself, you know, from my job because, you know, I'm working 18 hour days, six days a week. Sometimes I'm doing full 48 hour rotations Yeah, and I don't have, I don't have a team or I didn't have a team. I didn't have a backup. I didn't have, you know, anyone that could just, I had a boss who was my quote unquote backup. That motherfucker didn't do shit. He didn't know shit either, but I understand. You know, it's amazing how you know more shit than the people you work for. But um, I didn't have any of that. And I just, it, it just started getting to a point where I'm like, I'm proud of being with the company in the sense I'm the first ever telephony analyst they've ever had in the company's 60 something year history the first one so i pioneered that i'm the first black or part black you know person in the company in a prominent role ever i was proud of that uh but it just got to a point where i was looking at my wife and Hey, 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 man, we don't need to know all that stuff. He just looking at you. I was looking at my wife because mm-hmm. in the sense of it, it was to a point where the only time I ever saw her was when I left in the morning and she was asleep and I came home at night and she was asleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I, it was like, <laughs> go yeah. ahead. Yeah, I, I was. We was in the same boat, man. Is um, she found a job that would um, you know, offered her some decent pay, but at the same time, it was at night, and I work all day, so it was just like, it was points in time to where when I would walk in the door, and I would see her walking out the door, and then other times we had the overlap to where I come home, and she's already gone by the time I get there, and then by the time. I'm out the door to go to work. She getting home right after me. So the only time I, the only time I seen her was on the Arlo camera. <laughs> you know, I get a notification on my phone. Oh, my wife is home. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, and, and, and you know, it, I, going through that because it, it, it takes a toll on your marriage. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and uh, I've been married now for for we're we're coming up on four years. But we've been together for for five and known each other for for twelve. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've known her ever since I came out here to Hawaii. Um, and no, I ain't related to her. So. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> good. This is kind of a problem in Hawaii. A lot of motherfuckers are related to each other. It's like no, I I tell you a story. When we first got together, I'm like, yeah, we need to do a DNA test. We ain't related, right? Where, where is the tree split on the family timeline? Okay, cool. We not related at all. Alright, we good. <laughs> yeah, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. They got a small town here in, uh, well, not here, but in Louisiana that mm-hmm. uh, my both of my parents are from. So it's seeing that it's small and both of my parents from there, a lot of people there are my kinfolk. So I go down there <laughs> And be like, hey, girl, what's your name? Oh, that's your cousin. Shit. All right. (laughs) (laughs) 
<sighs> the struggle is real sometimes. <laughs> but 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 yeah, you know, I, I got to a point where I'm like barely seeing her. Like we don't have any kids or anything like that. Um, we were trying to have a family, and it's like she, you know, she had sent me a text message because it, it got to a point. The only time we communicated was through text, and. <clears throat> We started to slowly like drift apart, you know, a bit, and I'm like, "All right, I'm not enjoying this." You know, we, we, we you know, I, it, something needs to change. And I, I told my job, I said, "Look, I need to cut back on some projects, cut back on some hours, because I don't have any work-life balance." So their response to that was to get this motherfucker more work to do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I'm like, okay. All right, I got I got some vacation. Yeah, I went from eighteen hours and went twenty two hour work weeks. Literally, it, it was just I mean twenty two hours a, a day. And literally, I was I think it got to a point a couple months I just didn't come home because I mean work. I, or if I came home, it was a shower. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I was just sleeping in my office. Um, and so then we went to uh, we went to E three. We we both went together because she does content creation too. And she's about to start her own podcast and we both got to go and that was the first time we spent together fully together since we had our honeymoon damn and yeah yeah that's and and after that and then you know talking with various people i got to kick it with you know the the new ceo of nintendo doug bowser i got to kick it with him and reggie and, and uh Phil Spencer and a bunch of other people at E3 and then a lot of people, a lot of the voice actors, a lot of the different industry folks are like, man, you should just do this full time. You have a gift. Oh, you know, and a lot of them like, oh, I, I heard of you before. You're the guy who with the podcast, you know, and I didn't promote it, but I guess people I had on where it got around. So then, you know, after E3, the bug started to kick in like, okay, you know, I could probably do this. I don't know how, I don't have a plan, but I could probably do it. But then I'm like, yeah, but I live a comfortable house. We just, a comfortable life. We just got a house. I don't really want to jeopardize all that. And then little by little, more people I interviewed, more opportunities open, paid opportunities start opening themselves up to me. And I'm like, uh, I, I can't juggle a job and this. You know, I got to pick one or the other, but I kept putting it off until a couple of weeks ago. Um, what was it? Uh, admissions day when, you know, college admissions day. Yeah. Uh, I had just came off of a 48 hour straight, you know, work day. And then I was supposed to be off admissions day. And when I came home, I came home, fell asleep in my car in park with the engine on the windows up. I just passed out since I, I got home. And then, you know, my wife came, came out, told me to come in the house. And I realized I'm like, yeah, I need to go work on something for the, the call schedules. So it's playing a vacation or the not a vacation, the holiday hours. Forgot to do that and just passed out. So then when I wake up the next day, my phone's blowing up. The director of the call center is calling bitching me out, yelling at me, calling me stupid and confident. I don't know how to do my job, blah, 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 threatening me. And 
I'm like, what's going on? She, she's a woman. And that director was very, she's, a, she's just very emotional. Mm-hmm. So when I had to calm her down and be like, look, just, what's the problem? We out there all the, the theatrics. What's the issue? So she tells me, and as she's telling me, I'm already in the system and I fixed it. <laughs> in two minutes. In, in two minutes. So the phone lines were down for, for, for an hour, but I fixed it within two minutes. And then she just proceeds to, she calls up three ways my boss, three ways, you know, then four ways and adds in his boss. And then it's just bashing me and telling me I don't do my job or laws, you know, it's just all this other bullshit. And I'm just like, I'm tired and I don't feel like arguing. So I'm like, okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So then Monday comes around and that director decides to escalate it further to get me fired. Yeah. <laughs> what kind of people so are you dealing with? <laughs> Uh, that's some some nasty kind of people to be dealing with. That company is full of them, and I don't recommend anyone who's listening to this podcast work for Hawaii Pacific Health. Just just a PSA. But <laughs> <laughs> so it it you know it, she escalated high up to the VP of the company, and I've never been written up. I've never had any issues ever in my years of working with the company. She does that because she has this power trip thing. A lot of people in that company do. And they act like they're gods. You can't defy them. So she escalated. It got, you know, I got pulled into a meeting and I was told that, you know, one or two options. They're either, they're either going to fire me or they're going to monitor all my work and, have someone else that they're going to bring in, have me train them. And once that person's trained, they're going to let me go. Okay. So, (laughs) so I'm like, are you serious? And then they're like, yeah. And so I had to, I I just sat there. Then they gave me a a write-up, a final warning write-up. I wanted me to sign it. I didn't sign it. I said, no, I'm not signing this. I don't agree with it. So I've been with this company how many years and you guys decided to do what? Like, no, I'm, I'm not signing this. Fuck this. So I go home. Uh, before I go home, I went back to my office to go get some stuff. And then apparently people in the call center had, they were coming up to me like saying, oh, you know, I heard such and such, you know, Mary Lou, the, the call center director, I heard. You know, she's trying to do this, this, and this. And, you know, and I was working in an office full of women. They all like gossip. And I'm like, uh, yeah, well, no, nah, I don't know. You know, I just played the, the role. I don't know. I'm just grabbing my stuff. Because I don't want to add nothing to it. And then I go home. I tell my wife what happened. My wife's pissed. And she's like, I think you should quit. I'm like, why? She said, because I feel like they're trying to set you up for something. I'm like, uh, no, they wouldn't do that. The company's not like that. It's just she's just having an emotional moment. And now it's not like they're trying to set you up from what you told me so far. <laughs> right, right, you're right, right. You know, and I'm being stupid trying to give them benefit of the doubt. But you're right. And so I go in the next day on a Tuesday, and 
I'm told on that Tuesday that the director called my boss's boss, told her that I had ran around spreading rumors about her, saying she was trying to get me fired to her staff. I was like, wait, what? They're like, yeah, this is what we were told, and you know, we're going to have to discipline you. I'm like, wait, wait. How are you going to discipline me if you don't even know if this happened? I'm like, who said what? Oh, we're not at liberty to say. I'm like, uh, okay. Well, they're like, yeah, you know, so for now, you're just going to just go to your office and just, just, you know, keep your head down. Don't talk to anyone. So that was that day. I come into work Wednesday. And I get escorted out of the call center that I oversaw by security. And my desk is cleared out at the request of that director. And so after that, and then I talked to my boss about it because he didn't know that that went down. And I told him, I said, you know that, that that bitch had not only called me again after the stuff the week prior happened, but also texted me saying how incompetent I am in my job and don't know what I'm doing. And he's like, no. I said, and then this, I said, this is going on and you guys are trying to write me up. He's like, well, you know, it's just, you know how management is here at this company. It's just, it's, it's very high schoolish. I'm like, yeah, I'm done. <laughs> Yeah. I didn't, you know, it, it's just one of those things, and it's it's out of character for me to do that. But after all that bullshit, in my head, I'm like, this can only get worse. And I'm the only guy in a department full of women. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they kind of gave you no choice, you know. I mean, as- yeah. aside from what you was, you know, already kind of doing with your podcast and your streaming and all that stuff. I mean, they was kind of laying laying that uh, groundwork for you to make that move that way anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they were. They really were. And in my last two weeks, which my I ended up my last day was last week Tuesday. It got worse and worse and worse. There was more shit every day I came into work. And at one point, you know, my wife was stressed out about the bills and whatnot. She's like, are you sure you can't just stay there until you can find something else? And then I, every day I would come home, I'd tell her what happened. She's like, fuck that. She's like, just take this and run with it. And so I have. You know, I actually booked a gig with uh, Hawaii Con. And I'm going to be hosting uh, Dragon Ball Fighters tournaments, and I'm also going to be um, doing a, a live broadcasted podcast with all of the actors and celebrities there. Basically, I'm going to be making what I would have made in two weeks, just doing a three-day panel. <laughs> and you know, and that's opening other doors or the opportunities. So I'm like thinking, okay, well, maybe this happened for a reason. Yeah, I mean, but, yeah, no, yeah. I, I think everything happens for a reason. You, you exactly right. I mean, because if you would have took a left over here, you wouldn't end up <laughs> right where you at over here. 
Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. But yeah, it's uh it, it you know, it's a journey and in I've talked to a lot of people, a lot of the people I know that have quit their jobs to just pursue something bigger, like a lot of YouTubers I know that I'm actually cool with and you know, some of the voice actors I know and, and just different people, they all it's it's kind of all of a similar story where they kind of were put in a position where it's either you get fired or you quit and you just make this work. And, you know, it's scary, but, you know, you got to have some faith in yourself. Yeah. You know, you got to know that, okay, I'm the shit at what I do. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make this work. <laughs> you know, and, you know, and it, it, it's a different feeling. You know, and it, I have to say, like, cause dealing with this last week and a half of adjusting to just, oh, I don't have to get up at three o'clock in the morning to go to work. Oh, I don't really have to go to sleep at this point. You know, it's just one of those situations where it's like, all right, this is what I need to do today. Mm-hmm. Let me knock it out. And the only person that's holding me accountable is myself and my wife with the whip looking at the bills <laughs> <laughs> my wife <laughs> right <laughs> be like oh I say my money she's like Wait, whose money right 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 our our money <laughs> yeah um but to kind of put a cap on it or whatever all right F- going from you know what you described yourself as um you know, the awkward and the socially awkward kid, you know, being 16 in college and all this other crazy shit. How did you get from there to where you are now hosting panels and being in front of people and doing interviews and whatnot? How, how do you transition from then to now? Uh, just life. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I, I just going from college to, to where I'm at now, I mean, I, I did a lot of things in between, you know, being the socially awkward kid in, co- in college, uh, not really having social skills with other people, you know, my age or older, uh, due to homeschooling, I ended up, um, you know, just trying to figure out, okay, how do I become cool? You know, and <laughs> I used to watch Hitch, you know, true story. I used to watch Hitch and copy <laughs> that shit. And uh, ten and two, though ten and two, ten and two, <laughs> and then you know uh, going to going to the club and you know going to the club and hanging out and observing folks and see you know what the cool cats are doing and then just copying that and and if we're being honest, the whole Mikel Castanova persona actually got crafted from that. You know, I, I got to see people like guys who were able to pull any chick in the club without any effort or get to get into the club free or, you know, and, and I just started copying that. And then that led into me making friends with the bouncers and then the front door people and the, the owners of the clubs. And I trans- transitioned over to being a promoter, you know, when, when I was in college and people were like, Oh, you can get me in the club. Oh, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> you picked on me. <laughs> I'd be like, you can lay all these motherfuckers in except that one. <laughs> yeah, damn. <laughs> you know, and, and just, you know, taking those skills and I, I went from that to uh, I got to be a MC on uh, 102.7 out here. 
you know, that's our hip hop station. I, I got to do that for about two years and, you know, and just doing that and, and falling into IT and, and learning how to, to be technical because I had to teach myself all IT stuff. I had no background in it. But learning how to to be technical from the IT side and how to write out how things are doing are gonna work and proposals to learning how to interact and deal with people from the club and, and promoting and emceeing. I just melded all that shit together and just built a persona of Mikhail Casanova. And you know, no matter what I did from retail to IT to just reaching out or, or putting out proposals, I just knew how to be, you know, if I'm based around a person that's super technical, I can talk technical. If, if I'm around someone who I can just shoot the shit with, I can shoot the shit. I can adapt myself, not change who I am, but, you know, I can adapt to the situation. And, you know, I just apply that to my podcast. You know, and it's just, it was another avenue. Everything I wanted to do, I always pursued it. And I was like, hey, you know, I'm going to do this. I'm going to give us 110%. And then there you go. <laughs> For sure. Well, my man, it has been a journey. You know, for you personally and for us during this uh, broadcast. And um, I, I have thoroughly enjoyed it. I can understand why you um, you and Delvin Koo, and I understand why <laughs> I, I'll be on your show here pretty soon, strutting oh. like a peacock and everything. <laughs> for sure. For sure. <laughs> but, uh, man, I appreciate you giving me your time and everything from exclusively from Best Buy in the whip to the house. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm amongst the select few to have, uh, you know, to have those accolades up under my belt. And yeah, somebody come from Best Buy <laughs> to the car to the crib, you know. <laughs> man, it, it's been an absolute blast being on your show, man. I, I love this. I, I love being able to talk. It's, you know, and it's a rarity for me to, to, to have the opportunity to be on somebody else's show. I think aside from you and Delvin, like, I don't think I've been on anybody else's show. Yeah, and that's another thing I'm kind of seeking as well, because, like, 189 episodes now, and I'm just like, I've only been a handful of places in almost four years. So I'm just like, I need to get out there. <laughs> so Yeah, man, for sure. We're going to make that happen. We're going to get you on my show. For sure. And then I, you might find some links and give me some plane tickets to where you at for free and then I can be on your show in person <laughs> <laughs> shit we can make that happen <laughs> right. but before you go my man let everybody know where they can find you on social media alright people you can find me um, Kel Casanova across the board I, I keep the shit simple you can you can find me on Twitter on Instagram if y'all fuck with Facebook I'm on Facebook too uh, I don't have Snapchat. Well, I do, but I don't use that. Yeah, I, I, just, I don't have the time for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, you can find me on those. Uh, I'm on YouTube. Same thing. Just look up Mikel Casanova. And uh, yeah, I got the the Casanova podcast. Number one in Hawaii. Real shit. No bullshit. Um, two years in a row now. Mm -hmm. Number one. I mean, there are other podcasts out here in Hawaii, but I mean. Have you heard of them? Nah, nah. <laughs> see, see that? I can't say I have. 
<laughs> this is the only podcast I know that says Hawaii in the goddamn shit, you know. So, <laughs> and, that, and that's eye popping for me too. It's like Hawaii's number one podcast. Like, goddamn, they got podcasts in Hawaii. <laughs> I mean, I imagine people is like out there living the life and doing tropical shit rather than sitting there podcasting in the house and shit. So, I mean, <laughs> Dude, you would be you would be amazed. You know what's funny? Is my podcast is number one in Hawaii, but people in Hawaii, most folks don't know who I am. Mm-hmm. Well, shit, I'm in everybody Walmart, and nobody know who I am. So, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's a trade off, man. I don't know. <laughs> you know, and it's it's just funny too. Like, cause we have like a little podcasting organization out here, and I'm they, them motherfuckers get mad every time. They're like, okay, so um, here are our top podcasters for this month. Oh, okay, Mikel's number one again. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, don't don't say it like that, God. It's shit. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it, it's it's fun, man. It's podcasting. It I think it's truly an amazing journey. And I've seen. I don't know if you know this trend. There's so many uh, celebrities and YouTubers and everyone trying to hop on doing podcasting. Of course. It's it's funny to me because a lot of them don't know what all goes into podcasting they think they can just do what they're currently doing and bring it over and it's like no it's a different beast it's a different beast it's a different audience and if people are only used to you know a couple minutes of you or an hour of you or half an hour of you then you're gonna have to be able to transition and engage them for the next however long the podcast is you know it's it's just one of those things and you know i've helped a lot of people start podcasts like you know you're into wrestling i'm sure you've heard of chris van bleet Oh yeah, that's my homie. Yeah, well, I say that's my homie. He was on my show. <laughs> oh, shit, one of my homie too. I, you know, I don't know if you helped him as well, but I helped yeah. him with starting his podcast. Yeah, I gave him a couple tips and everything. I mean, yeah, he, yeah, he's good people. I like him a lot. Yeah, well, he, he's real good people, and it's like you know him and I, I've uh, one of my other friends wanted to start a podcast and he's like, Oh, I don't know if I can reach out to people. I'm like, man, motherfucker, grow a pair of balls and be, just walk up to somebody, peacock your goddamn feathers out and say, look, I'm such and such. Be on my show. Yeah. I, and I, he did it. I like, how, <laughs> I like how you took my peacock thing. I, uh... <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I had run with it. <laughs> you know, and, and, and my friend didn't. He, he went and uh, the first person he interviewed ever on his podcast was, the guy who voiced uh, the main character, Shinbu. Okay. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, that's what's up. A lot of people probably won't know who he is, but for the people who do fuck with it, hey, that's an accomplishment. Keep going. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Man, this, this is fun, but I got to go do uh, adult stuff. Now, I mean, I, I don't have the luxury of, like, not having to get up in the morning and do the work like some people I know <laughs> you Man, motherfucker dude, I, I'm telling you this is weird when I wake up and it's like 11 o'clock in the morning I'm like god god damn what happened I fell asleep oh okay <laughs> <laughs> oh shit but yeah man once again thank you very very much and if I don't like close this shit out we keep talking for another hour so yeah right? <laughs> yeah I heard him he plugged all the things and shit so uh, follow him on the social medias and whatnot, and uh, like, subscribe, and you know, you know, do do what the people say, you know. But uh, yeah, that's it. <laughs>
we clear. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the homie, uh, Mikael Casanova from the Hawaii's number one motherfucking podcast. And it was a great time. I mean, we had a good conversation, so I thought or whatever. And, you know, he's so cool and professional and everything. He probably led me on to believe that he was having a good time. <laughs> but, yeah, man, doing it full time, creating content, you know, out there on the grind, looking for sponsors and everything like that. He is living the podcast dream and YouTuber dream, I, I suppose, or whatever. You know, and, and I kind of briefly touched on it. Um, you know, if there was an opportunity for me to do this full time, I know a couple of things. I would have to step my game up. I know I'm slacking. There's a lot of things that I want to do, but, you know, it's just like I have continually preached on this show to you, the listener, that if you have an idea to go chase it or whatever. And I have not been taking my own advice, you know, financial woes or personal problems or whatever the case may be and um, also a lot of the visions that I have for the things that I want to do is you know I, I kind of conflict with myself because I do want to create video content but at the same time I don't feel like creating video content if that really makes any sense you know I just enjoy going to motherfucking Walmart and doing my, uh, not my YouTube, uh, Instagram joints like I normally do and whatnot. And maybe to expand upon that and everything. But, you know, it, it remains to be seen. Um, but I'm, you know, I'm happy for the guy, man. He, he found something and whether he was pushed more toward that situation to rather than him, you know, making the plan to go that route all along you know so I mean you heard the story and everything that was some shady shit going on over there but in any case great to have him on the show hope he comes back hope I can go on to Hawaii's number one podcast and get my voice you know shout out and around Hawaii and whatnot, you know, maybe like I said, I mean, you can pull some strings with his sponsor buddies or whatnot, you know, give me some free plane tickets out there to go to Hawaii and whatnot so yeah, hope you enjoyed the show and uh, look forward to more things and whatnot. I'm going to New Orleans to celebrate my wife's birthday and our anniversary, 11 years together married. And, um, you know, they're within three days of each other. So her birthday is on the 16th. <laughs> our anniversary is on the 19th. This is where set of circumstances. But if you listen to the Real Robinsons podcast that you can find on all the podcasting platforms and exclusively on, I guess it's not exclusively if you can find it everywhere else, but you can find it on uh, randomrobcast.com. And speaking of randomrobcast.com, if you go there, you can find many different ways to support the show monetarily. But the most important way that you can support this podcast and any other podcast, I mean, besides throwing money at it, but the free way is to leave five star reviews on whatever app that will allow you to leave five star reviews and even if you leave anything under five stars or whatever uh, under the highest marking that you can give you know leave some feedback some comments you know give me the opportunity to ignore you <laughs> but anyway um, also find me on twitter at it's be rob that's i-t-s-b-r-o-b if you want to talk professional wrestling and any other general shenanigans i've been gravitating more toward using at three r show which um, I use to uh, promote 
this podcast that you're listening to right now. So at three R show on Twitter and you can see me walking around in the motherfucking Walmart. Like I just did a little while ago before I started um, doing this outro on uh, Instagram using that hashtag three R show or hashtag Walmart log It's log It's log It's big as heavy as wood. <laughs> yeah, like a penis. And yeah, that's about it. Uh, shout outs to Hooks, Rubs, and Spices. They got a little rebranding going on and everything. But remember, as always, you can go to Hooks, Rubs, and Spices Etsy.com and get 10% off your order, $6 or more. They got some Cajun Red. That's a new spice they got. They got that Midnight Darkness, everybody. So that's another season that they got up in there now. And um, I think there was a, another one. But, you know, I haven't got the, um, the care package yet. Yeah, I'm talking to you, Hooks, Rubs, and Spices. But once again, Use that promo code three R show. Get 10% off your order on orders, $6 or more. You know, great value, great herbs and spices and anything that you make you want to slap your mama, like Hoppy said at the beginning of the show. So uh, check it all out. Um, You guys are awesome. I appreciate each and every one of you that listen, retweet, like, and do all those things. Those free ways that you can help support the show. I I appreciate that very much. And um, I'll see you next time. Oh, 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 man, I forgot to tell you, October 18th through the 20th, pandemic here in Houston, Texas, NRG freaking center. There you go. Now, I'll see you next time. <laughs>